All right, welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. Uh, I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and today I'm joined by a good friend, uh, Eli. Hey, nice to, uh, nice to be here. Uh, we served together in Bravo Company 98 Civil Affairs, not to be confused with, um, what is it? I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Baker Company 98 Civil Affairs, the ones who were selling drugs. Oh, my God. Marijuana of sales course. In, in South America. Yeah, no, no, not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> That's hilarious. I say that in jest, but it, that that will always live uh, in infamy in special. Of course, yeah. Uh, again, that's Baker Company, uh, ninety-eight Affairs, <laughs> and not Bravo Company. Um, Funny. So, Eli, I'm going to pass it over to you, and you can just tell us a little bit about. Yourself. No, I mean, first of all, thanks for having me, and for those listening, hey, Tony's real, okay? So, uh, what you see is what you get. So, I appreciate that in him. I think that's the reason we just kept in touch. Uh, so the, it's funny. I know I told him offline. These conversations, we actually had a lot of them uh, back at in at the uh, when we're back at well, now Fort Liberty, right? And it, it's just you know, no, uh, it's, it's it's a great venue you have, and I think it's good for veterans just to listen in, good and bad, right? Like hey, experiences as far as uh, what's going on. So it's a perfect venue. So yeah, you know, the, the technology is a good thing, podcast is a good thing, and yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me and. Uh, yeah, so um, pretty much uh, right now I'm transitioning after 17 years out of the military, active duty. Uh, started off as, as an armor guy, so went to selection as a CA guy, made it in. Uh, transitioning, I'll be out by October 1st. Um, so overall, the experience is, uh, yeah, I think you, you go through the phases, right? You right. okay, I know I'm separating, but it doesn't hit you until it hits you right so uh for me it was my wife were in the kitchen we're like hey so uh what's the plan i'm like yes what is the plan so it's just it hit me right um but overall i think i, I think the, the army has systems in place and it's what you i think you got to invest you know the, the, the programs there if you don't invest your you know if you don't ask questions during the transition assistance programs if you don't ask the questions, they're not, you're not going to get anything out of it. I, I hear a lot of people, there's a lot of surveys on LinkedIn. It's, hey, you know, what's, what's your quality? It's like, oh, man, I think we should give these guys some, some form of credit, right? Like, it just depends. It, obviously, it's a, some, some programs are, are stronger than others. But I think overall, the experience has been great. Um, to me, it was more of a, uh, it's, it's, I mean, you, you, you wore the uniform for 17 years, right? Like, I, I'm, I wasn't planning to, you know to get out i was like oh just typical cadet i was like oh, i'm gonna do uh 20 years retire well guess what you know that wasn't offered right i'm getting that 17 out and separated um they didn't make the list lieutenant colonel list that's okay that's it's hey it's, it happened yeah, it's a business so um they didn't make the cut but i think the overall experience right now has been so far great um it's stressful right i think uh and, 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 and everybody absorbs it differently it's been stressful uh, but um yeah i think I'm, I'm making my strides and i think the biggest obstacle um has been resume building because you really uh, you, you you it's like it's like a paper right now um, yeah, we all been to you know improvement papers before for whatever course in the military it's like oh, i'll put it off to the side right and you know the, the books the tap books are there it's like well you know it's like maybe i should start or maybe i should create a linkedin account but it was that morning my wife's like, hey, what's the plan? It's like, you know, I just had a baby recently and my wife did. And I was like, maybe I should uh, start, you know, like uh, creating a LinkedIn account and and, uh, and 
start drafting resumes. At least if I don't get a job right off the bat, I at least go through the, you know, the drills of doing a resume, doing a federal resume, doing a, a civilian resume. And yeah, I just uh, recently, just in the last 35, 40 days, or maybe more than that, started really aggressively doing a resume. Uh, obviously, I've had my hiccups. Uh, I, uh, I applied for this job in UTSA. I want to, I want to retire, or I want to, um, I want to go to Texas. And uh, I didn't realize. Well, there's some jobs out there that you have to literally upload your resume all over again by their own computerized system and. I was at Starbucks, and uh, you know, I have four kids now. I was like, man, I need to go to a spot. The library was closed that day. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So I uploaded the resume. Of course, I got denied because uh, I didn't upload the resume in their format. So, But I think overall, the experience has been good. It's just a culture shock, like knowing that come October 1st, hey, that's it. Um, you either have a plan, and uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, orders were cut last week and i think that's that's when that's all right all right i'm out like i am later i told my wife hey orders for, i just got the orders so we're i want october it's time to move on it's okay and uh yeah i mean i'm, I'm lucky I have, I have a good wife she's very flexible she used to be an army brat so she understands right and i'm blessed with that but I, it's, it's still it's still some kind of a, it's still a stress on her right? it's still a stress in the family knowing that come october 1st there's no paycheck coming in or you know no no you know the you know that 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 federal paycheck's not going to come in, uh, but yeah, it's. I think overall the experience has been great. Um, you know, the thing, the best thing I did was create a LinkedIn account. That's how me and Tony you know, kind of ran into each other, and I'm glad to see him and uh, other folks in the you know in the, you know that were we're at uh, at Liberty together. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was cool just to you know reach out to people, former bosses former colleagues and say, Hey, how you doing? What's up? I'm here. I'm transitioning. Well, good luck. You know, what happened? You know, how come you didn't get promoted? It happened. So, but it's, it's good. Uh, it, was a, it was a good experience overall. Um, if I might touch on the resume, that's a huge thing. I think if that's one of the most important things. And I think, I mean, there's a lot of smarter people than me. I think should be started out two years out. Like you should have a working draft there and start working it. Right. And I was in tap and, I was literally because he had to do a form of resume to, you know, graduate the course. I had like all my OERs, right? I'm like, oh man. So I just put some stuff together that wasn't really good. And I was like, whoa, this is not good. This is not good. Like, I got to take away all the army jargon, right? Like, I got to get rid of this yeah. operational stuff and engagements. And it's like, I don't know. But no, I think uh, it's been pretty good. But it's just a resume. I keep hampering on that. It's it's a, it's 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 it's, a, it's an experience, right? So yeah, I'm sure you can relate to that. You know, you've been out for a while, but yeah. So the one thing I know about you, Eli, is that you you know you pretty much know yourself, and you know that's what I liked about you. And for me, I you know I know myself. After, you know, like you were talking about, you know, I'm 49, <laughs> going on half a century now, right? If I don't know who I am by now, then you I never got problems. Uh, I and for so for stuff like writing a resume or, you know, doing a CV so I could apply to another fellowship or college or something, you know, it, I don't like doing that. It takes Ooh, a lot hours. Of so I, I, I plan accordingly and I realize it's something I could do in a day. Right. So I plan, well, I'm going to block off like two weeks. Cause I know I'm going to do like, um, you know, one line a day. Right. Well, I'll, I'm also, what's the word? Uh, constructively lazy, right? Yeah, I think all of us are. I got that from my calculus teacher in in, uh, <laughs> in uh, high school, right? You're 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 very uh, 
you know, constructively lazy. It's like, is that efficient? It's like, if that's the way you want to take it, sure. Uh, well, anyway, I use Google, right? And to like find some way to come up with a, how to write a resume and to make it easier. And I came up with this one website, uh, Zeti, Z-E-T-Y. Now it doesn't like fill in the information for you, but it formats it for you. So like your basic information, your name, your address, your email, like it'll format yeah. that for you and it'll put it in a format you like, you know, and that's what I wanted to highlight my uh, skills that I wanted highlighted my, you know, bilingual. I wanted that highlighted uh, program engine and project management, uh, not leadership, right? Anything but leadership. <laughs> yeah, you talked about it, yeah. But team building, I wanted stuff like that, communication. And so it put it on the, on the side for me and it highlighted that and it put it in a format that was, that was nice. So all, all I had to do was list my jobs, which I typed that in and it put it in there for me. And then um, it made it easy for me. So, so now when I apply to jobs, I can just go in there and tailor um, my t- the title of my job or, and the description of what I did to fit that um, the new position I'm applying for. But everything's already formatted. My civilian education is there. My certifications are there. I don't have to do anything. I'm not rebuilding it, right? And um, that website was great i think i paid like i don't know 5.99 for a week. i've heard of it i did see it um so that's a good thing you bring it out because that's some that's a good resource right there zeddy so that's it's uh I, I didn't know that so i know you always say jobs when you build your resume i mean it does a, it does a decent it, it, i don't i think it limits you right but at least it does a trick where it builds your resume for you um that's something i didn't listen in class uh and one of my buddies told me hey uh have you used the resume builder is it no, it's like, because, you know, TAP is 100 miles an hour. It's just, they just a lot of information. And I just play with the resume builder. And um, yeah, yeah, I got, it worked. I got referred for one job on post here. And I think because my resume looks decent enough for, you know, because I used their system. But no, as Zedia, yeah, it's a good thing to know. Because right now I'm working on my civilian resume. That's uh, probably, probably do that. Definitely. And so, you know, like I said, I, I like where I'm working now. I like the people I work with. I like my job. The only drawback is that it's still with the military, Correct. right? Um, but they're pay, paying me a buttload <laughs> of money. <laughs> uh, so I can tolerate it for now, but I'm still looking for, um, I want to work in local or state yeah. government. So I'm applying. But for the price that I want, you know, I'm not going to take a job for 36 No, and I think that. I've been looking at what, so I didn't tell you the same thing. Uh, that, that's the end state working for, because I want to continue serving. But um, well, I'm proud of my service, no doubt about it. I'm proud I served in the military, right, as a you know, first-generation immigrant. You know, my parents came from Mexico. I'm proud. I'm proud of my service. But I'm done. Um, there's other ways to serve, and I think a civil service or being a civil service, you know, within the public administration realm. I think it's a great way to give back. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's sort of the same thing I want to do. I want to, yes, uh, I'm done with the military um, to get to, you know, I have my ups and downs. I'm proud of my service, but it's time to move on. Right. So I think we agree on that where it's uh yeah, it's like, yeah, it's great. You know, great brands, uh, you know, great experiences, but um, yeah, it's time to move on out in the same way. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, I'm applying all over the place, but Texas is where I want to go. Okay. But that's yeah, it's not very uh, high pay. It's a civil servant, right? So I, I, I agree. Yeah. So for me, I, I'm kind of glad I got this job because it was a nice transition because um, I got to work with people who were never in the military, right? So that helped me tra- make the transition to working with just normal people again. 
and understanding that your coworker is not your BFF. No, not at all. You know, we, you get paid to do a job. So you go to work, you do your job and you go home. You know, there's no, you no longer have to ask like, how's the family doing? You know, are you paying your bills? Uh, or do you have a drinking problem or, you know, are you being abused? That is your spouse beating you. There's no more, there's no more of that. Like you can finally just focus on you. And I greatly appreciate that. I, I really, I still talk to my coworkers because I like them. They're nice people and we have things in common. Um, but there's some days where, you know, like I have trouble sleeping because of my shoulders, right? And my I heard. She has insomnia. So there, both of us, there's some days where we just come in. It's like, I don't want, I don't want to talk, man. <laughs> so we just put our headphones on and we just do our work. And that's perfectly fine because we our, our job is not dependent on the other person. I'm sure it's a good and break for you, though. It is. It's it's awesome to be able to just go in there and just do my work and not have to worry about. Hey, uh, this guy didn't go to dental. He's, uh, you know, <laughs> he can't deploy because, you know, he hasn't had his yearly checkup. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so I think uh, a lot of people ask me, right, like, hey, what's. Like you're stressed out and it's like actually yes but at the same time it's a blessing in disguise because um it's a it's a good relief not to you know be a manager be a commander be someone in in, in a position of and i think in one of your episodes i think you mentioned the word babysitting i i, I have that is a right phrase it is a form of monitoring someone's life someone's barracks not being up to standard or someone missing a movement to the range but it's a, for me it was you know that as i transition as i kind of step away I'm, I'm, I'm currently on paternity leave it's it's uh my wife told me the other day hey uh you're smiling more than often it's like oh yeah it's like i'm, I'm you know it's, it's it's coming like i think it's a blessing in disguise not having that 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 that, that constant stress of monitoring someone or making sure that something is being done to a certain degree and uh, where I'm mad we're aligned to Europe and you know everything's going on in Europe it's it's, it's tense right the, the unit is a little bit tense where I'm at here um but yeah it's 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 uh it's a good release so I, you know I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to whatever job it is whether it's if you know if it's a GS uh, if, if I'm lucky or another job I'm looking forward to that uh you know putting on my headphones and just doing my job right and and then it's funny you bring it up. Uh, I was in Korea and I saw our GS uh, Enterprise, and I'm like, man, they, you know, it's it, it looked good, it looked appetizing. Like, man, it's like I, I look forward to those days where you know, just you can do your job, um, come in, you don't have to really talk to people or check on people. You just go in, do your job, and leave. And I'm looking forward to that. So I think uh, for those transitioning out. Yeah, it's scary, but it's not as bad. And I think, uh, yeah, there's, uh, I, I, I think uh, one of my sergeant majors told me that it's like, his ACER is like, if 99% of the population can figure it out, because we're, we're the 1%, right? It's, I, I hate that term, but it, it, it is what it is. If 99% of the population can figure it out, how to make ends meet, I think we're okay, right? I mean, you're not going to be driving out in your Camaro, but. Um, I think uh, it's going to be okay, right? Um, we're not a an ex country in South America or somewhere in a war torn region where there's no opportunities. 
there's plenty of opportunities. Like, but that's uh, I think it's a blessing in disguise, right? Just looking forward to that day where I just have a normal position or a normal job. It is. But star majors are usually the ones who have. Oh <laughs> yeah, time. of course. Unless they can find a job contracting, right? With doing the same stuff. Because, uh, you know, there was one company I applied to um, and the recruiter, it, CACI, the great company. Their, their recruiters are awesome. They will always reach out to veterans to say, hey, if you, if you want to get an interview, you need to tailor your resume to say this, 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 and this. So then I could refer you to the hiring manager. So they... they very helpful and I'm very appreciative for all the help that they provided me. Uh, the last time I applied to a job with them, uh, the recruiter called and said, Hey, well, you know, the resume, it says program manager, project manager. Those aren't really jobs in the army. So, you know, I, I really need you to change this. And I had to stop him because it's like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Thank you very much. But just this little bit of the conversation made me realize that I don't want this position because I don't have a rank That's anymore. True. And you're looking for somebody who is still holding on to their rank. So you might want to find a sergeant major who has recently retired because yeah. those dudes cannot let go of their yeah, rank. Yeah, no, you bring it up. Um, so right now I'm doing a fellowship here, a local fellowship in Louisville. And that was the first thing that actually they brought up, right? Is your senior guys, you know, whether you're an NCO, an officer, a warrant, is your senior folks, your senior leaders that have a little bit of a some, some issues um, and they put it the best way it's corporate type of fellowship adopting that culture well that culture doesn't really see you as a p9 or a major lieutenant colonel or, or a cw4 or five they see you as all right you're trying to be one of us it's time to adapt our culture right and it's just uh, but yeah um they did bring it up senior leaders uh, have a little bit of a hard time right up uh, just just uh, adapting to that environment where yeah, it's, it's it's a whole different world, and and you know, I mean, and obviously the, you bring we talked about it earlier how flying the leadership thing, right? So yeah, they, they want to know, right? What you lead, what were the results that you receive through your leadership competencies, and uh, but yeah, no, back to the point, it's, it's senior leaders, right? I think um, we have a, I, mean, I, I guess we're included, right? Um, it's 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 just hit or miss, but uh, yeah, but I've seen, I mean. I've seen a, a co-workers of mine that say the same thing. Unless you're working in that realm, you you want to work for something else. You gotta you gotta, I guess, be humble, uh, you know, and leave your rank outside and uh, get ready to adapt to a different culture. And that's just the way it is. It's uh, it's life. <laughs> so what uh, I learned on like our missions down to Latin America, right, South America, is you know sometimes it's all right just to keep your mouth shut. I agree. You, know, you don't have to have an opinion on everything. No. And no. And that, some, sometimes if you keep your mouth shut, people think, hey, this guy's a good listener. Like, we really want of to course. Have, have him involved because he's really paying attention. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I wish I could. And now I'm, 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 uh, I'm Hispanic. I'm, 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 I'm identified as Mexican. My parents are from Mexico. I was born in the U.S. But they're just saying that um, sometimes you're more value added when you're just listening, right? Um, and I think for the most part, these experiences in South America, sometimes they'll take you in as a, just, hey, man, this guy listens. He doesn't interrupt. Because, hey, maybe he's, he has something to offer, and your time's going to come, right? When they say, hey, uh, 
um, um, hey, you have something to add to the meeting? Oh, yes, I do. I've been listening, right? And, um, but it, it, it takes time to uh, I think I, I got mentored to be that way. I didn't come. For me, I had trouble with it at the same time because, like, oh, I have to show my worth. It's like, no, um, not really. Um, uh, listening is something that, um, um, yeah, listening is something uh, that uh, it's a critical skill. It's just important as speaking, right? And if uh, you're speaking too much, you're not listening. So uh, it's, uh, I'm glad you bring up that topic uh, of, of listening because it's a crucial skill. And I think it came with age, right? I, at first, I wasn't, when I first deployed to South America, I was like, oh, you need to show your worth. You need to, you know, uh, say how important you are as an American. So actually, no, I'm, they've seen many Americans. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, globalization, uh, uh, you know, it's here. Um, they, it's not your. It's not their first interaction with an American, and you know they understand your um, your military. You're 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 not an expert at some some civil. Uh, uh, you don't have something that they know. Is all right, then they'll give you the opportunity. But uh, you're right. You got to listen, right? You got to listen first, and kind of you know not talk too much. Yeah. I think part of that is where like uh, our military training, right? Um, because I see that now. You know, I'm in my job. I'm an instructor, right? Um, and uh, bunch of the young soldiers that come in it's like yeah you know we were told that we have to have our what is it 30 second yeah, yeah, yeah. two minute elevator pitch it's like so we can explain what we do you know because we might only have 30 seconds with the ambassador it's like okay so and then this is what i explained to them it's like one um depending on what embassy you're in uh you, you probably will never see the ambassador it's like if you're going to Colombia, um i saw him once when he drove by in his car and i waved to him and that yeah, was it. No, Never I, saw him again. Oh. Never saw him again. You, it's like, and this is what you need to understand. So he's an ambassador. He has what about thirty years of, of experience in geopolitical international relations experience. You are twenty-five, maybe have an associate's degree, maybe have a bachelor's yeah. degree. There is nothing you have to offer him. There is nothing that you're going to say that he hasn't already heard. If anything, that elevator pitch is just going to get on his nerves. Because he's heard it ten times before, you guys promised the world and you delivered <laughs> nothing. It's like, how about you start out with, "Hi, my name is," and then fill in your name, yeah. and then see where the conversation goes. Oh, from just, there. Uh, like a normal person, just be human, right? You're talking to a civilian, right? Even though the civilian ex person in the embassy is a high ranking civilian or uh, a federal employee, um, you'd be surprised how human they are, and even if they're out of the military. Um, they're still, yeah, you sound like a robot soldier, right? And, uh, that's, that's, that just, you get thrown into that, that pile of, oh man, this guy, uh, yeah, this guy can't talk to me. He just, you know, yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, uh, yeah. I, I like, I like the food here in X country. It's great. Uh, how long have you been here? Anyway, just, yeah, you'd be surprised. But, yeah, I know what, what helped me out on my last rotation was uh, the ambassador was married to a Colombian woman, right? Uh, they were both older, um, but he liked to practice his Spanish. My Spanish is crappy, right? But crappy is better than non-existent because who speaks Spanish in Guyana? <laughs> Nobody. So we were able to practice yeah. Spanish, right? The, our whole team practiced speaking to him in Spanish, and he enjoyed yeah. it. And we rarely talked about work. Why? Because it was going to be yeah. there. There's time when we're at lunch. It's time to talk about something of course. other than work. we were in. Um, I just came from Poland. It's been more than a year. Polish guy. He's like, "Hey, I want to go to Miami." And it's like, 
yeah. So we started talking because the guy wants to go to Miami. He sees all these uh, 80s shows on Miami, and he wants to go to Miami, some Polish uh, major. And, yeah, it's like, and but everybody looked at me weird because we were talking about Miami vibes. We were talking about, you name it, everything under the, the moon about Miami. And as I want to practice Spanish with you, so, yeah, you know, some memory just clicked into me, like, Oh, huh? so, uh, yeah, it's like, hey, uh, how do you say this in Spanish? How do you say, how do you, so we started just, right, just being human, right? And it went a long way because um, this guy was the one that helped me out to get embedded with, with you know, NATO as a um, very officer, right? High, you know, it's, it's, it's an officer-ran organization. And um, if you're not a lieutenant colonel above, you're nobody. And this guy, she'll happen to like me. We click and we're able to, uh, you know, do do good stuff for, for the exercise. We're able to, you know, relate and just, you know, work and have a good time while we're doing it. And this is a supposed to be a stressful exercise, but no, just, yeah, just being human is uh, part of the equation, I think, and it goes a far away. And I think uh, one of the, um, this fellowship I'm doing, it's like, and that, that came up, was like, hey, just, just be normal. Um, yeah, just be a human being, like, don't let the military drive your whole vocabulary. Just, how are you, right? My name is X. Uh, I've spent so many years in the Army, and, you know, I'm transitioning out, so I'm here to learn. But, yeah, it's a uh, humility goes a long way, right? Just listening. It's, it's, it's just it's common sense, but a lot of people have trouble with it, I think. And, you know, they, they, yeah. they want to, uh, you know, show their worth. There's a time and a place, obviously. There is, no doubt about it. But I think in most cases, uh, it's it's not required. It's not needed. So, but um, but yeah, it's just. But no, as as I transition, I think uh, once I hear all those things, because it means it's still even for us, right? We work a lot with civilians and civil organizations. It's still like, man, am I ready? And that's the reason I went with this corporate fellowship. It's like, all right, I want to. There's other opportunities and other programs. Like, hey, let, let me let me let, let me try this corporate stuff. Let me try something that. You know, a lot of people stay away from. They're not very comfortable. Um, it's like, yeah, why not? All right, let, let me try it out. Let me, let me, you know, let's, let's, let me, let me get out of my comfort zone and let me try it out. See what happens, right? I mean, I'm not promised a job after it, but it's a good experience. So no doubt about it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm using it as a learning experience, right? It's like, hey, this is how I'm supposed to behave. This is how I'm supposed to act. And um, yeah, I'm, hopefully, I get the best out of it. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what else you want to ask me as far as the transition, but so so for like interviews, um, you know, like I said, I, I got a few interviews um, for jobs. The interviews that I found that I had the best success with when I was offered jobs is when I just answered honestly, when I was just myself. I didn't try to use cover things up for okay. my deficiencies, you know. Um, There was one, uh, it was, uh, it was working remote. It was a program manager working for, um, I forgot some program was working with like, a the medical field in, in the military still. Right. And that one I was a little uh, unsure with, um, I was a little intimidated because it was over zoom and it was only supposed to be one person. And when I log in, there are eight people there and eight people are asking me questions like, what the hell is this? You know, so I got a little nervous, um, 
granted, you know, I, I wasn't at Sears, so I knew they weren't going to come across and start slapping me. Um, but some of my answers weren't authentic. And I think that's what hurt me um, in, in the jobs where I just answered. Honestly, I, I think that's why I was provided a offered a job because I didn't try to bullshit anyone. I didn't try to blow sunshine up somebody's ass. It's just like, here, 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 here's your question. Here's my answer. I'm answering it to the best of my ability. And hopefully it's enough. Or it might not be. I don't know. But you, you just Did you rehearse? I mean, I haven't done an interview yet. And uh, so during the transition assistance program here, we did some mock interviews. It was a, I didn't do that great. It was, they parked me up with a Uber colonel. And we just did the mock-up stuff. And I was, and I know I'm pretty good We're from the same organization. And, um, you know, it's like, it's like, you are, you are, you're nervous. I know you. It's like, yeah, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it, you think, I think you need a lot of preparation. I don't know if um, you did you prepare like a, what was your TTP? I'm just curious what you. So I did. I didn't prepare. Um, only because who was I going to prepare with? Who was I going to practice with? Other military exactly. people. I'm trying to get away from. I'm trying to get away from you. And and here's the crazy thing, right? Uh, so like when I said I was going to start a PhD, you know how many I, I received like. I'd say about 10 people offered me advice. Well, you know, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do that. It's like, where'd you receive your PhD? Yeah, no, oh, I don't have one. All right. So what's the highest level college you have? Well, I have an associate's. Well, go I on. remember like, move along. the last move time along. we talked to each other, uh, you told me about the PhD. It's like, hell yeah. It's like, go for it. Uh, yeah, I remember we brought up that conversation, but <laughs> you're right. I think, uh, yeah, you, you need to branch out. Definitely, though. It's like, hey. And, and so, so these people that are in the military are telling me what I need to do to transition. It's like, okay, when did you transition? Well, I haven't yet because I'm still in the military. So then you have yeah. no clue. You have That's no true. idea. You're just talking out of your ass. It's like, you don't know anything. It's like, well, I'm going to find a job pretty quick. Oh, cool. no. You don't know that? You don't? Your rank no, doesn't um... mean anything. It means nothing. <laughs> Funny because... I receive phone calls with people asking me, like recruiters, like, what does this mean? Is is the MSM, is that good? Like, should, do you think they should have put it on their resume? It's like, I can't say yeah. whether they should or shouldn't, but it's like, and then MSM is okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. It's like, I wouldn't hire somebody because they well, have MSM. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, now that we're off topic with a transition, I just got the United GS9 job and, and hey, you know, and I realized, I mean, uh, uh, it was my first resume. And I didn't, I did that job in a hurry. I was a like, hey, target of opportunity. I'm going to apply that email generated. Hey, you don't have the experience. Like, oh man, that's a, that's a GS9 position. And yeah, that's right. You're not, you know, you, that, that assessment wasn't good enough. And yeah, I was like, okay, maybe I need to take my time when I do these, right? I, I, I need to, you know, focus, but yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, as a you know, as a major is leaving, I just got denied a GS nine job. Hey, so be it, right? And you just move on. My wife's like, "How much time do you invest in it?" It's like, "Oh, well, yeah, I just I had two days to do it." I was like, "Yeah, I I, I can do this stuff." Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's what it is. So the interviews that I did uh, outside of the military, I was really comfortable. Even this one, right? It's working with the military, but it's a contracting job, so I was really comfortable um, because I wanted to be there. You know, 
because it wasn't working with no offense, but military yeah. army officers. Because I, I hate army. <laughs> you told officers. me that. You told me a couple like, of times. You don't understand. You don't understand. I know everything because I'm an arm an army officer. Yeah, you don't know anything. You're a buffoon. Not you. Not you either. No, I'm good. You don't understand. I'm a colonel, I so I know everything. We have no, a bad reputation, talk. but yeah, man. Like uh, I've heard, most of most folks that have issues transitioning are senior officers and senior NCOs, and but more of the officers. I, I hear more of you know your O fives, your O sixes that they it's it's a you know it's a, yeah because I mean let's say we're military has ranks you know it's good um, and um, yeah it's 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 so it's, you, know, you respect the rank right not the man. Uh, but yeah, you have a level of respect for uh, an 05 and an 06, no, an 04, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I hear they have the most issues. Uh, and yeah, we, uh, we have a bad reputation, so, I'll be honest with you. The officer corps. So for people in the military, they have respect for 05s and yep. 06s. I don't. Of They're course not. not. In the army. I don't <laughs> give two shits about your rank. Don't care. Because I had somebody that's like, I'm retired, Colonel so and so. It's like, so what's your name? Uh, retired, no. Was that the contractor? If you don't tell me your name, no, no, no. This was somebody, uh, a co-worker. It's like, okay. what's your actual name? I was like, and then he told me his name. I said, all right, that, that's where we're going to go with. It's like, oh, you, oh, okay. I was like, you don't have a yeah. rank. No, and that's the first thing they told us at the fellowship. It was like, and the first thing is, like, hey, uh, you're an officer. Uh, let's that's, that's go by first names around here. And uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's, 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 uh, I don't have no problem with that. I'm good. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're, you're right though. I think, um, yeah, but yeah, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. We, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think. So, but, but like I said, I, for your interview, I, I'm pretty sure like you're going to be fine, uh, going on these interviews, um, cause you're just a pretty authentic person. What you yep. see is what you get. Right. And that's what these companies okay. are looking for. Like. Do you think these people that are doing the interviews, it's the first oh, time no. they've done it? They, they've seen how many applicants, right, over the years. They, can, they know when somebody's bullshitting them, right? So, look, just be honest, authentic, and just answer their questions. The best how much of the resume do they bring up to make sure you were telling the truth? Like, hey, in this, in your certain skill level of doing this... Did they, did they? So they might not. So in, they wouldn't ask specifically mm-hmm. about the resume, but they would ask um, questions about my past, my his, okay. history. You know, they asked me this one, and I remember it's when I was applying for a, a job up as a uh, just deputy deputy director of justice standards for the state yeah. of North Carolina, right? And they asked like, "What what was your biggest failure?" In, in That's your, a, you know what. That is a question that I run into all the time. Just like you Google interview stuff and that's it. Wow. It's a, you got it. No, I just told him, it's like, look, honestly, it's this one individual that I worked with in Peru. (laughs) We just had, it was a clash of personalities and I could not reach him. And it's like, and I, to this day, I, that's my biggest regret because he deserved better. I should have found a way to yep. reach out to him, to mentor him, and provide provide him with a better experience so he could excel. It's like, but we just clashed heads for six months, and it's like I knew I would be fine, uh, but he was just starting out his career in that position. It's like, 
and that that still eats at me today. The rest, everybody else was, you know, more or less, they did fairly well. They succeeded. I'm not going to take credit for their successes. It's like, but for that, for his inability to get promoted, I take assume responsibility for that because I should have put him in a position to get promoted. Now, at, at the same time, he wasn't the smartest person yeah. on the planet, right? So you can only go so far. Yeah. Um, because if you're stupid, you're stupid. It's like, I'm sorry, you're just born that way, right? And, and it's no disrespect to him. Some people, you know, not everybody is, yeah. is an Einstein mm-hmm. or a Stephen Hawking, right? There are some people who just lack the mental capacity. He didn't have the full mental capacity. But that doesn't mean he couldn't get promoted. We were talking about the one individual, right? Benny Goodtimes. Uh, okay. <laughs> if Benny Goodtimes could get promoted, then why? Then anybody course, should be able to get yeah. promoted. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I think, uh, oh, man, I forget his name, but max potential. Sometimes people reach their max potential, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's just, you know, but obviously the military is not, it's not, doesn't cater to that. You're, 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 you're out, right? You're, you reach your max potential. It's time for you to get a job or to retire or to separate, right? Uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree with with the whole. Yeah, it's like not all of us can be Einstein. Not all of us can, you know, like you know, start up a company and you know, win millions, right? It's just that's just the way it is. But the fact that you're asked that question, I thought it was made up. So man, it's like why do why do it keep it keeps popping up? What is the hardest thing you did, or what was it? What was it once the most uh, you know like. Uh, crisis feeling experience you had um you know going you know through this job that you mentioned but it's it's kind of interesting so well i'll write it down though i gotta prepare for that one i got plenty of them no that that one and then i was asked about like well what's a, a challenge that you were uh you know that's another one pretty proud of i told him honestly just getting through uh preparing a company and deploying a company through the covid shutdown and they asked for more. Well, can you explain that? It's like, yes, a simple task of just getting accountability oh, yeah. of your people um, turned into something uh, major. It's like, and you, you can't call anybody because you don't, it's not a secure line. So you could only use one app, which was very unreliable. It's like, so it turned into me getting to my car and driving to like 20 people's houses to make sure they're alive yeah. on a daily basis. So, yeah. And I would have to write write a message, leave it in their mailbox, walk to my car, watch them come out, get the message, and then tear up the message because we had to be overly secure. It's like it was oh, insane. Wow. And to watch their to watch their faces to realize is like I didn't realize the military was this uh, backwards. It's like yes, most inefficient organization <laughs> on the planet. Well, no, because other militaries are more inefficient. Yeah, no, uh, I think in, in, in some circumstances, I think. Uh... I think when the when the army does it right, it does it right. But when it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, and, and yeah, perfect example is COVID, right? I think um, I was in command and um, I couldn't get on post. Um, and but still, I was being asked to do uh, sensitive items inventories. That was hard. <laughs> it's something so simple, and and uh, I had to call the boss. I was like, uh, "What do you want?" So. Uh, Let's just say we made it happen, and um, there I am with my cell phone, um, with my supply sergeant on FaceTime doing inventories, and because um, I couldn't bring anybody in, 
because uh, it was COVID, right? Um, it was it was insane. But that, I think no, I can relate to you. That was the most like, being in command during COVID was one of the it was, it was hard. It was. Yeah, so um, we had to come up with uh, medical training for uh, TCCC training uh, online during COVID. And I was asking the first sergeant at the time, it's like, so what do you want me to do? Have the guys give themselves an IV, um, stick the tube up their nose themselves? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I, they can't assess themselves. Like, I... There's some things we have to do in person, like you you can't do medical training by social distancing, crazy. Um, so fortunately, I wasn't the senior medic. Uh, I, your audio went out there. I can see you talking. Can't hear you. You're muted. Nothing now. So we're having a few technical difficulties here. Uh, Eli's audio has gone out. I'm not sure exactly why. We're going to try this. This is a old time. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the audio. Okay. So we're at about 46, uh, about 40 minutes. So uh, since we're having technical difficulties, we're... um, I guess just going to skip up to, uh, did you want have any um, companies that you wanted to promote, any businesses? Yeah, so um, there is a retired, um, I, I think it's a sergeant major, CMP Garage right here in Louisville. So um, he retired a few years ago, and he helps veterans, CMP Garage in, in, in Radcliffe, Kentucky, um, prepare their VA claims, um, good reviews. I thought people were messing with me when they said, hey, CMP Garage is like, excuse me? So this gentleman started um, doing this for vets out of his garage. Now he runs his nonprofit off post. But, I mean, super super staff there. They, 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 they are where you serve a year or whatever, 20 years. Um, they say, hey, here's, here's, my, um, here's my packet. Here's my medical records. They'll organize it for you and they'll they'll organize it and they, you, all you have to do is submit your claim. So I think that's a good one. And uh, right now I'm doing the USA Cares Corporate Fellowship. Great organization. Uh, obviously it's a local one, but still there's a lot of resources out there that they help you out with. Uh, we brought up the resume building stuff. And that's, that's uh, I think if it wasn't for these two organizations, I think my stress level would have been over the top. No doubt about it. Uh, but it's just one of two, those two organizations. I'm, uh, I'm pretty proud to, you know, 
bring him up because it's it's uh, it's a stress reliever, right? So two main things I've been struggling with: resume, finding something to do before I start transition leave, and obviously the VA claim for the CMP garage. That's a shout out to them; they've been real nice to me and very respectful. And um, yeah, that's the, the only shout outs I want to do, and uh, that's that's about it, though. All right. Well, um, you know, for me, shout outs. Um, just to my grandkids, to Lena and Jean Jean. Uh, Lena, you know, she's my tag team partner, so of course there's no chores for her. Um, but Jean Jean, when you get over here, yeah, I get it. You're an infant. You're about six months old. I don't care. I'm putting you outside and you can go mow the lawn. Um, you got to start him young. Well, yeah, and I don't know if he understands this, but he is Mexican. And so he's going to get out there and he's going to mow the lawn because <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, but Eli, um, I just want to say thank you for being on and thanks for everything. And, you know, again, if you need help with like resumes, um, just let me know. I, I can send you a copy of mine, um, whether it be federal or just the regular one or a cover letter. Um, cause I, I didn't realize how many people actually want cover letters. Yeah, no, that, that caught me off guard. Uh, I ignored that part of the instruction for the tap, uh, for the consistent project. I was like, man, would I go? No, uh, yeah, a couple of letters. Uh, it's huge, and um, yeah, uh, I was I was surprised to see that now in this part of the part of the application process. So I do appreciate it. Um, but no, thanks for having me on, Tony. It's a, it's it's, a, it's it's great to see you, and at least we'll now hear you. And Ronnie really doing great, and uh, yeah, thanks for your mentorship. Uh, it's just something that I think uh, I'm grateful for, right? Like just having the chance to just be myself, right? And hey, this is going on, and. I'm glad to see you. You know, it's it's a it's an honor just being here on and you know, just just chat with you about my transition. And uh, uh, I think I haven't spoke to I haven't spoke to anybody about it. You're the first one, so you know it's uh yeah, it's a pleasure, man. I, I, I don't mind uh, talking about the good and the bad. Uh, you know, stress. It's 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 great. It's 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 an adventure. I'm ready for the transition, though. I appreciate the chance to be on you know on this uh, venue with you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Eli. And to everybody out there, just remember, um, you are special, you are unique, you have something that makes you um, different from everybody else. So just identify what that is, um, maximize it to the fullest, uh, to its fullest potential. And I, I know you'll be successful. Right. So as always, zot, 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 roll tide.